0: It's Hip Hop Tic Tactics on CFFF Trent Radio 92.7 FM. Streaming around the world at trentradio.ca and on the TuneIn Radio mobile app.
1: Yo, what's poppin' with the population? It's your boy Hassani Young and you're listening to Hip Hop Tic Tactics.
2: Hey, yes.
0: Hey, y'all. It's Licia T and you're listening to Hip Hop Tic Tactics. Let's get it
3: what up this is your bro daniel and you know how it goes you want the real hip-hop keep it locked the hip-hop pick tactics
0: this is where hip-hop lives baby your peterborough petes had a rough go of it last weekend on the road losing but they're still first place in their division bergs how was your week
4: it was pretty fabulous riding that positive wave um just kind of taking it easy, Jay. Looking forward to week after week, the show here, checking out some Pete's Hockey. You're converting me.
0: (laughs) Ha ha, excellent. We've got a a bit of a different show lined up today. We're recording from Doing the Music Headquarters in Oshawa because we've got a very special guest on the line today, Danio, music legend, Canadian hip-hop legend, legend in his own right. Here he is, Danio.
3: Okay, dope, man. Appreciate you guys calling.
0: Oh, I I appreciate you doing the interview. I've been a fan since uh, since I was in high school and the days of uh, Maestro's Built to Last and the the Beat For Factory real? tapes and the, oh, yeah. the Mastermind tapes and all of it. Well, very, well thank you, man. Very I appreciate excited to, that, bro. Yeah, very excited to speak with isn't you. Isn't
4: that where your uh, your handle came from, Jay? Your your DJ handle?
0: Um, well, my DJ handle came from uh, Maestro Fresh West. Call me a hip hop tic tactician, and I shortened it to tic tactic. Oh, okay, cool.
3: That's <laughs> dope.
0: Does he know that? Uh, no, he, he doesn't know that, but uh, he influenced me in such a major way. It's uh, that's that's what we named the show after too. When I started it in 1998, it was Hip Hop Tic Tactics. That's dope, man. Yeah, he's
3: he's a super huge influence on me for
0: sure. That's yeah. awesome. So, uh, what was your favorite music growing up?
3: Growing up, it was all Michael, bro, it was, uh, uh, you know, I, I basically grew up in the, the 80s and 90s, but my, my childhood was in the 80s, so like 80s music still is um, pretty close to my heart today, so the kind of uh, 80s pop, and rock, soul, funk, uh, you know, Michael Jackson, and a lot of the stuff that was coming up in that era, like Hall & I'm still a big fan of Holland Oates and, David Bowie's "Let's Dance" album and like Culture Club and like that, you know, eighties music. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? We
0: so. were we were just talking about Howl and Oats before we called you. Actually, uh, I was saying oh, if yeah, they ever man. if they ever came to Rama, I'm there. We're going. Yep.
3: Yeah, I got a chance to see them last year at the Molson Amphitheater in Toronto. Uh, they came back this year to the ACC, and I didn't see them. But um, yeah, and, and incredible, man. Really, really dope.
0: Absolutely. So uh what, Yeah, I'm a
3: big fan of theirs.
0: What type of music did your parents listen to?
3: My dad, God bless his soul, was a Calypsoian, believe it or not. He liked Byron Lee and the Dragonair, which is a Jamaican Calypso band. Awesome. And uh he, you know, was into Caribbean music as well as like Spanish music, but um more of that uh Caribbean feel, you know, like like that, that fancy party feel, man. Um Interestingly enough, there's sort of a switch, you know. My father is Spanish and he liked Caribbean music. And my mom, who's Jamaican, was like this big fan of Julio Iglesias, Spanish singer, you know. So <laughs> it's kind of, uh, they were there. I guess somehow that's how they were feeling each other. Um, but I was definitely influenced by more of the Caribbean stuff like, you know, had Bob Marley and the Whalers records, which are part of my collection now. And he's like one of my all time favorites. And uh, a lot of the West Indian music, um so again, predominantly reggae, a lot of calypso was what I grew up in the house listening to because that was what they mainly played.
0: Excellent. Uh, yeah. Do you remember what the, the first tape or record you bought with your own money was? Uh, well, the first, I can tell you for sure. Well, firstly, I have to shout out Thriller because
3: Thriller is the reason I do music I didn't buy it with my own money but that was the first I can tell you when I was a little kid I got into music pretty much immediately I was the kind of kid who you know went to school and for show and tell I'd bring records you know like I was classically known as a kid into music you know and I did well in school like I got a sticker from the teacher and it was like a music note or a trumpet or some instrument you know so my parents and I guess family friends would ever knew to buy me records, but as a little kid, I, would, you know, I'd get, like, children's records, man. I had, like, Raffi's and Sharon Lois and Bram and, like, Disney stuff. Until so good. Yeah, man. So good. And then when, 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 when Thriller dropped, I was, like, five years old, and I was mesmerized by it, thought it was the greatest thing ever. I still think it's the greatest thing ever. And so that was the first big people record I had, you know? Like, it was the first adult a record that, you know, I wanted and, and got as a kid. I've since owned that thing in like four different vinyls, cassettes, CD, like it's like ten copies of it. Um, <clears throat> the first I ever bought for myself with my own money. I don't know for sure what Because you know, i 'cause I've, I've been I've been buying stuff forever and my, my dad, God bless God bless him, he he uh you know if I got a good report card, which I would usually get, I'd go to the record store. Like, it was always the record store first, before the toy store, you know right. what I mean? And there's Dibby Records. I didn't even know what it was. I'd be like, I want the red one, you know? I didn't even know what it was. That's a, I got That's a collection red. of records that are random, yeah. yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I can, I can actually pinpoint this. When I asked for the red record, it was, and I still have it, it's a 45 called... Sexy Eyes by Otis Gale, and he's apparently a Canadian. It was on Cobra Records, and it's um, it's reggae. It's kind of like a reggae record. It's dope. It's a dope song. I had to look oh, wow. it up a few years back because I actually remember I had the 45 Like, Who is this guy? It's some Canadian reggae record. Um,
4: That's awesome.
3: I think the one with my own money, I can tell you that I fell in love with Hip Hop at 10 thanks to the Beastie Boys License to Ill album. And yes. I I definitely went out and bought that tape uh, with my own money. So that might not be the first, but that's definitely the first um, hip-hop tape or album that I bought with my own money, for sure. So I was 10 years old when... 10? Yeah, 10 years old when
0: that happened. Nice. Nice. And then I guess it was a few years later in 1991 when uh, you won your first battle on Electric Circus, or your first public battle. Uh, How did you get involved with that?
3: You know, man, I, I was watching Electric Circus and Rap City, and pretty much anything that would come on TV that it was even remotely associated with hip-hop. And I remember watching Electric Circus and seeing a dude named Frank Morrell win a contest, a wrap-off contest. And uh, I remember that it was for MC Hammer tickets. And I wasn't particularly a fan of MC Hammer. I didn't enter the contest. And I guess didn't think about it much, but I ended up seeing Frank morell after that contest eventually he put out a record under the group with a group called brothers from the ghetto which was part of simply majestic early 90s heads would remember that name Mm -hmm. anyways because he had this record in his video out i thought damn man like you know the last guy who won a contest put out a record and that's that's my dream come true so when they um when ll cool j was coming to town they had another rap off contest and i was like yo that's you know, I, I like LL certainly a lot better than MC Hammer, and I, uh, but that wasn't even the point for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I just was like the last winner, got on. That's how I looked at it. Right. So, I was like, dude, I, I have to, I have to do this. And I was still in elementary school at the time. And my dude Lindo P, much respect, he was a little older than me and he used to DJ these birthday parties. I was just going to elementary school birthday parties and rapping. You know, like if I had a chance to get on the mic, I would. Back then, it was crazy that anyone rapped, you know? So the fact that I was a rapper was like, I got the spot at every birthday party to just bust some rhymes. And um, so he he eventually took me to his crib to record me. And so when this contest came about on Electric Circus, I'm like, yo, dude, I I gotta send in a submission. So I went to his crib to record the lyrics for a record, a track I wrote, Can't Test Me. And uh, we submitted it on a cassette under the name MC Daniel and DJ Lindo P and I wrote on it trust me this is the winner I was that confident and uh, that's how I got involved in that contest I was selected out of uh, I can't remember 100 or something entries that was it and uh, about 10 of us got chosen we went to a club the night before the airing and out of that 10 two were chosen myself our group and another group and uh, was on TV the next day performed live and and one, it was a phone-in contest. Like that, just goes to show you, man. It was no, no no, oh,
0: internet. Wow.
3: You know, yeah. It, people phoned in
0: their votes. Wow, that's
2: that's. And
3: great. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know and who's listening, that's on YouTube. So if you YouTube um, can't test me, Daniel and Lindo P partners in rhyme on Electric Circus. Any of those words or combination of those words going to help you find it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that that was my actual real. Start in the game.
0: So you've been going at by 30. Danny O for 26 years. Did you have any rap names before that?
3: Yeah, bro. I was MC Rock D. MC, MC. Rock D. Beautiful. I like it. Yeah, that was um, that was a Beastie Boys thing. Cause like I told you, at 10 years old, I-, I heard License to Ill, fell in love with it, and that was my real introduction to hip hop. And um, I. I started writing rhymes almost right away as a ten year old, just trying my hand at it. And M C Rock D was sort of a combination of all three Beastie boys, MCA, King Mad Rock, and Mike D. Mm. So Yeah, I was <laughs> I was M C Rock D until I was twelve years old and me and my homeboy J Tro is one of my boys to this day. And uh, still my barber, actually, it's my brother. We, we started a group called Too Weird. He squished his real name together, Jason Trillis, and turned it into j And I took my first name, middle initial, and last letter from my last name and made Daniel. So Daniel and j was, you know, just two dudes who formed a group and squished our names together to come up with our aliases. And it stuck. Been been that way ever since. T- <laughs> ever since I was 12, man.
0: Amazing. Um, How many crews between uh, that one and uh, Monolith?
3: Wow, man. Um, Well, Too Weird was, like, elementary school. Um, Me and Jay stayed boys, but he didn't really stick to rhyme. He actually started doing... uh, He got into a singing group, and then I guess I was sort of doing my own thing until I started high school, which was... um, the same year, actually, that I was on Electric Circus. So I was still in elementary school when the summer finished, I started high school and met up with um, a bunch of other rappers there. And those dudes and I formed a crew called the Lyrical Coalition. And we just basically started performing in assemblies and stuff, it was all dudes from the same high school. But the Lyrical Coalition basically represented the early stages of Monolith, because when we hooked up with a next crew from another school, they were called the Horde, and the Horde had people like Earth, who was like Corey D's, Black Cat, Mm -hmm. um, Mish Rocks. Mm -hmm. So that crew, the Horde, combined with our crew, the Lyrical Coalition, and that's how Monolith started, and that was like 94. So there was different incarnations and different forms of that crew before it started. But um, yeah, that's how it got started, basically, in high school, by putting two crews together.
4: Awesome. Do you uh, remember the feeling when your first EP
0: came out, Danny?
3: Uh, which project?
0: Um, the long-awaited. So when when the model one oh, dropped.
3: My bad. Of course, man. Jeez, I'm like losing track. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was it was dope, especially because it was independent. We, we started our own label, One Rock Records, because you know, I mean, this is the thing. You know, when when Dear Hip Hop was released on the Rap Essentials Volume One album. I really got a, a early taste of what it was like to, you know, fulfill a dream, to put out a record and be on tour and have a video on TV. It was all pretty amazing. And what I hadn't realized at the time was having one song licensed to a compilation does not a career make. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't right. signed as a recording artist. I didn't have some deal where, you know, they were ready to, to, to do an album. And, uh, <clears throat> you know... I basically realized after the sort of heat died down from the project and a year or so passed that um, I was sort of back where I was. Just I had to figure out how I was going to uh, keep my career moving, you know. And you know, there's a line I have on my Perfect Strangers album where I say it was hard enough to get here; it's even harder to stay. And that's the thing: once you get there, and someone has hurt like people have heard of you because you have a record out, now you got to kind of live up to that. You know, you don't want to be a a fall-off cat or a one-hit wonder or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I basically, you know, that was my crew already, as you know. So it was like, well, we obviously got to do this for ourselves, guys. So we started the label and put some, put a few joints together and dropped a 12-inch and then added some joints to those joints to create a cassette, which was a long-awaited EP. So what was cool about it is we were able to accomplish it on our own. You know, we didn't even have a distribution deal. It was just legit, like hand-to-hand sales. We did consignment. I shipped that thing all over Canada and some places in the States just just by ourselves. Just We just pushed it, man. We had that grind and that hustle mentality. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what was fulfilling, not just to be able to drop a record with my crew, but to know that, you know, we had done it on our own and succeeded in making something that, you know, people, people liked. Uh, without any help, you know, there's no label. It was our label. So that was what was really dope about it.
0: So, so the well, hard... Oh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead, Josh. I
4: was just going to say, so the hard work really does pay off when you do put in the effort.
3: I think so, man. I mean, I preach that all the time. 100%. You know, I've been, I've been doing hip-hop songwriting workshops in Toronto now for about 11 going on 12 years. And, um... You know, the one thing you can't teach, or at least I try to, but you can't really teach is drive and hustle and passion. You know, you can teach somebody, you know, the ins and outs of rhyming, bar counting, how to freestyle, you know, memorize lyrics, rock a show. You can teach them tips and all this stuff. But, you know, if you don't have it in you, if you don't love it enough that you don't have to be coerced and pushed and encouraged to do it, you know, I can't. you can't really teach that, man. And to be honest, that's to me at the top of the list of why I've been doing this all this time is because I've been in love with it my whole life. You know, long before hip-hop, like I told you, I wanted to be Michael Jackson. So,
2: mm.
3: you know, I, I, I never needed anyone to tell me, come on, man, you got to get that rhyme done or, you know, you got to, you know, make sure you're ready for the studio or whatever. I always was on my own sense of, like, my, my, motivating myself to do it because, like I said, I, I loved it that much. I guess that's why dear hip hop took off because that's really what the song's about: is just if you love what you do, if you love what you're a part of, if you feel you, it was meant to be for you, then um, you know you don't need anyone else pushing you. Of course, it's great to have support to be motivated by others, but um, yeah, to your point, man, you just if you love it, it's it's what you're supposed to be doing, and you can't be deterred from it and you can't change your mind you'll have your ups and downs and trust me i've had plenty way more reasons to quit than to keep going but none of them are, are good enough reasons because i don't know what
4: i'd do so well said yeah man
0: so uh so in the early days when you were independent uh what was the for for the nerds that listen to the show like myself uh what was the production <laughs> process were you in commercial studios were you on four tracks <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, yeah we, we, we would pay for studio time. We would go into a place called um I think it was called number nine studios and we we worked with a cat, um Troy Bino, shouts to the captain. I hope he's still doing well. <laughs> that was a while ago. He and, and you know and, and they were legit studios, man. It wasn't like today where you just like hook a mic up into a laptop or something. Like we you know I was just saying to, to, to someone like in like yesterday. You know, the reason Dear Hip Hop even exists is because I got a job at Kmart when I was in high school, you know what I'm saying? so I, I just stacked chips and paid for studio time, went into legit studios, no joke studios, real engineers, real boards, real everything, and, you know, had, had the uh, songs recorded professionally and made sure that, you know, my game was tight. And that's still something that I'm about today, like, if you're not going all professional, you're you know you're kind of cutting yourself short and you're shortchanging changing the audience too wants quality i would think
2: absolutely um
3: and you know a lot of the production was in house like i said being part of monolith was dope because there's a crew of not just mcs but producers and djs um we even had graffiti artists part of the crew um so you know obviously the long-awaited is self and that it's all monolith uh who produced it like Corey, black cat landscape um, <clears throat> Charisma does a lot of the production on my albums. In fact, he produced my entire last album and EP. So like a lot of in-house you know just counting on your own family to, to get the job done is, is really how we you know got ourselves moving.-hmm
4: Well you made Danny you made a comment about real boards and I just kind of want to point something out here. Um, Jay, we were discussing last week on the show something about the board that you have in your studio actually.
0: Oh yeah um, I've got uh, Revivals old board in my studio when they went digital. Oh and, no way yeah I've got I've got their old Midas here. That's crazy <laughs> So I've seen I've seen you through this board I think and I've seen DJ Premier through it a couple times and a little bit of history here in my own possession now. That's amazing man. So um, yeah well, we'll real
3: have to know. You know, like you care about the quality of the music, you know, you're not going to shortchange it. You're going to put in a full effort to make sure it's top quality. You know, that's the thing. You know, uh, my my foray into hip hop came from wanting to be the best. As I said earlier, you know, that contest I won, the song was called Can't Test Me. Mm -hmm. As a 13 year old, that was my objective to make people know I was the best rapper you know like today I think kids maybe they get into hip hop for different reasons because now hip hop's in a place where you you know you could really blow up become a big success make some money or image is really important because we got social media and how you look what you wear and all that kind of stuff how many likes and followers you have is, is in many cases more important than how dope you are and you know, I mentioned that on the new album. For me, it was always about trying to be the best. Mm-hmm. Best MC, best rhymes, dopest bars, craziest lyrics, punchlines, metaphors, all that stuff just being dope. And so, you know, like I said, that's always been a motivating factor for me and for, you know, guys like you who can respect quality. This is why you're, you're you know, you're hyped to have that board. It's it's exciting to know that you, you know, you name your show after, like, um, vintage lyrics you know what i'm
2: saying yeah. like that's
1: that's that's what it's about yo just in case you don't know by now this is danny yo lyrical mastermind from the mighty monolith and straight up yo since i was like 10 years old i ain't lost no kind of battle no freestyle competition no talent contest and i used to think that's what you needed to get a record deal. Boy, was I wrong. To me, it seems lately fiends hate me. Schemes take my gleam greatly from a dream safety. Creams faintly, minor feats. My team makes me steam dainty cause Lucifer's success ingredients is allegiance with deviance, and masterpays obedience. My grievances when with niggas wishing seven digits the decimals begging riches prevents you all heaven's bridges. The sentinel securing my music from those economically conscious rap democracy's nonsense. Labels talk to, to me be cautious, conscious. but make comments go to my production to change suit. One of the 666 ways to make loot. Shit, all that what I say is true. I sell mills of records. Based on skills, keeping it real equals never getting a deal. My is setting the seal for hip hop quality to rise. Cause I'm a poet seeing guys that got dollars leading the lives. This policy's a demise for my dignity's so arch enemy, making me the MC the most rappers just pretend to be. Realness means you can feel this. So the deal is when I reveal this ills, grits, Still kids, what's who's taken for? Props are a buck? Man, the fucking truth is You suck, yo Realness means you can feel this So the deal is When I reveal hits, ill strips, feel bliss. Still kids, what's who's taken for? Props are a buck? Man, the fucking truth is, you suck The next to suffer disses on this topic is The sons of bitches mocking this With tons of glitches, cotton wishes for hip-hop's apocalypse A hits stocking dips, that's talking shit, Rap cafeteria Serves superior, cheats about various keys, posterior It traits interiors inferior Not cause we're phony, girls would rather jump on a phony Than see me get signed by Sony Moroni But what state is your mind living in? Just act your own text before you talk. I'm styles not prudent hip hop. This posse cut was by the style of violence movement. So silent, stupid. So smiles congruent. What this world's a need of is it. for me to turn it out, like most teenagers do to fetuses. Realness means you can feel this. So the deal is when I reveal his hills scripts, spill, lists, steal Still kids What's just take for props or a buck. Man, the fucking truth is you suck, y'all. Yo. clothes and, and weaving those evils and flows and scream the pros to fiendish droves mesmerized but what you rap says to god's messages best you buy would kill is testify Lisa text is minds, complex amounts of so slow absorption mom is misfortune cause lives are torture, trials no force and faith and mental extortion, extortion. Your are scorching, scorching righteousness but polite kids don't tingle your class to be tough, like shingles bad. away you forgot god singular in honest thoughts i mingle to blast dastard- and tax. My masteries intact to axle asses, me on wax. Bastard ass for me and tracks, so team to cream your faulty flexes. assault with hexes. Every time on rhyme, my show flicks like multiplexes. Of all the vexes I feel, the worst is when I burst my pen to curse the trend of hopes to hurt some men, A murder, friends just end your crime rhymes. So oh, the sheriff's boosting your tariff round here. I give niggas more problems than Houston's aware of. Aware of. Aware of. Aware of. Aware of. Yeah, dare y'all to fuck with that, huh. Huh. Realness means you can feel this, so the deal is when I reveal it, ill scripts, spill still kids, twist what's taken for, props are a buck, man the fucking truth is, you suck. Realness means you can feel this, so the deal is when I reveal his ill scripts, build this, still kids, twist what's taken for, props are a buck, man the fucking truth is, the fucking truth is, you suck.
3: anybody play vacuums
0: uh you know what um i mean this as a compliment i when i was listening to that album i felt like you were almost channeling big l yeah well i mean shit that is a
3: compliment if you're gonna any 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 comparison to big l um yeah wow i don't know man i mean back then i can tell you that without question like big daddy Kane, cool g rap rock him in fact I say it you know that album has a song called My Favorite MC so I just list them you know mm. Nas these are, those are the cats Black Thought Common like those are the guys I was basically influenced by so um yeah sure Big L deserves to be in there for sure
0: yeah um who are some of your favorite producers
3: uh like Ever
0: mhm
3: in the game um you know I would say a hip-hop head like me, you gotta love Primo. You always love anything that DJ Premier would do, Pete yeah. Rock. Um, all the Tribe Called Quest stuff. and
4: nice. Dilla
3: definitely tops the list. <laughs> um, DJ Quick is one of my favorite artists of all time, believe Excellent. it or not. Like there's, there's a lot of funky, soulful West Coast stuff that I really, really dig. And became a super huge fan of DJ Quick's. And uh, he's maybe got the most soul out of any hip hop artists.
0: There is. Um I'd have to agree. He plays everything yeah. too.
3: It's funny, you know, I was in the gym today and my iPod was just on Shuffle, man, and one of the records from the Rhythmalism album came on and uh I think it's called whatever. Whatever You Do, is yeah. it? And yeah. yeah, whatever you do is like maybe seven or so minutes long, but the, but half of the song is instrumental and there's a flute solo. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's 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 his 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 music's magical man. Like he's yeah, trust me. You know, so I'm glad you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, when I was a kid, music. I
0: used to on every album from DJ Quick, he'd have that instrumental, Quick's Groove. Yeah, he's got. He
3: put a Quick Groove on every album. Yeah. So I, so I'd,
0: I'd rhyme album. over those instead of you know buying or making my own beats. I'd rhyme over the Quick's Groove.
3: Sick. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I'm a awesome. big fan of that
0: for sure. That's dope. Yeah. Um, and I'm also glad you mentioned Jay Dilla because uh, one of my. One of my favorite projects you've worked on is the the Dilla Pickles. I I love that mixtape. That's that's Boy, incredible. Thank like, thank you so much for putting that together. I I know your uh, your brother's really into it, but uh, there's a lot of people that are, and and I, I know we appreciate your work on that for sure.
4: Agreed.
3: Oh, thank you,
0: man. Look, I I you know, and I was very
3: thankful I was able to 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 uh, share that with Illa J, who's on the new album, and and explain how much Dilla kind of Gave me a resurgence, you know. Like I, I tell people, like my album, sorry, my career has spanned twenty plus. But you know, like I said, there's been peaks and valleys, ups and downs. Man. After my second album, "See No Evil, Hear No Evil," dropped in two thousand four, I put out a mixtape called "Speak No Evil," which was sort of an appendage to the album, and and subtitled it "The Last of Danny O." simply because I was in this, this this place where I was like, man, 2004 kind of was the year for me, where I was like, okay, hip-hop's officially starting to suck. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> and, it, and it's not giving me the same feeling it used to, and I was getting a bit disenfranchised, and I started changing the path of my career. And I started doing other things in entertainment, started an online radio show, started teaching MCing, I started acting, all, the, all that stuff took place in and around that era. And... Um, at, at a certain point, um, I was just, you know, bumping Dilla tracks, Dilla instrumentals, and I was just encouraged to write again. Mm. And Dilla's Dilla's beats helped me to remember why I began rhyming to begin with. You know, it wasn't specifically um, a job at the time. Like I told you earlier, it was just like, uh, can't test me. Just I wanted to be the best rapper. So. So the Dilla project kind of came together almost by accident because I was just writing rhymes for the sake of writing. Dilla's beats made me want to write, and you know, one verse led to another, led to a, a song, led to another song, and a few songs in, I realized maybe I kind of have something here. I'm gonna do a project, and I had no intention of like creating um, an album. I just wanted to rhyme over Dilla. Mm-hmm. That was it. So. So, you know, I did the mixtape and obviously just released it for free as my tribute to him because, technically speaking, especially, I mean, after his passing, I found new life through his music. And Dilla Pickles exists because, like I said, not just to tribute him, but it got myself back in the game as, as a real spitter. And it, just, it returned me to what I love doing, you know, and from that on, like... Perfect Strangers The Immortal EP The Inevitable album Like everything I've done Since then Has been Thanks to that research And so that's the project That did it
4: Well that's some Mad respect there
2: Yeah respect man Thanks
0: Yeah I would I would say For a lot of people um, The Donuts project re, Relit something And when Donuts dropped It it was just like You know A, a middle finger To, <laughs> to everything That had been done Cheaply up until that point
2: yeah,
3: maybe because you know, donuts is crazy. He, he, you know, Dillo experimented with so many different sounds, but also the way he would present his projects. You know, like he, there was sound bites, there was all kinds of different. It's not just song to song. It was like this collage of all these different sounds. It's, it's this crazy, almost st- story from top to bottom, told through instrumental hip hop. That Dilla was very unique being able to produce um he wasn't just a beat maker man he creates soundscapes and like yeah. mm-hmm. you know these incredible ways of meshing stuff together that you know he's just this mad genius you know similar mad child was similar in that respect but just always kind of let to, lean towards um dilla sound and i think maybe i can't remember exactly the number but at least four maybe five beats from donuts made the dilla pickles uh Mixtape,
0: so. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, on there. and uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed "Spit" off the new album as well. Oh, good. Yeah, thanks, man. That's that's a
3: crowning moment for me too, especially because that song in and of itself is a Dilla tribute, and obviously Dilla Jay's on there. And yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how to maybe better tribute him than to have uh, his brother rock with me, and obviously Dilla's voice in the in the hook. So mm-hmm. "Spit" is definitely. That sort of almost, you know, encore to Dilla Pickles.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, you got the uh, the uh, big party coming up next week uh, at the Revival, Danny. Yes, sir. Um, you yes, tell sir. us a little bit about the project and the uh, release party itself?
3: Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, throughout the interview, I've been mentioning the new album that is called Dear Hip Hop 20 Years Later. Um, it is the deluxe version of an album that was released on vinyl. My friends at Search Records in 2014. This album is finally available on all music platforms, including the uh, Spotify's titles and iTunes of the world. So it's out there and it's it's out there right now, so y'all can pick it up. And basically, what it is is celebrating the uh, not just the release of Dear Hip Hop. <clears throat> to be honest, now 21 years ago, actually, that's how long it took for the project to get finished. But um. It's celebrating Canadian hip hop. It's celebrating decades of amazing music being created by people north of the border. And that's what I'm most proud of. There is no Dear Hip Hop and there is no Daniel without, you know, so many artists who were inspirations to me. Top of the list, of course, would be Maestro Fresh West, who obviously is on the album. And, um,. He'll be part of this party as well. So, the album does have guests like Maestro Fresh West and my brother Big Kish, uh, Thrust, Eternia, Mocha Only, Mathematic, Deuce Deuce, um, you know, just uh, wow. Iller J, who I just mentioned, Shaq Claire. They're all on the album. These are people who I highly respect, who are my inspirations, who I'm a fan of. And on Thursday, November 2nd, at Revival on College Street in Toronto, I'll be joined by Maestro, Fresh West, Shock Lair, Thrust, Eternia, Mathematic, Duke um, my cousin Promise, who makes up the group Perfect Strangers with me, along with the 30 B-Sides, who's this incredible band, so the live band is going to be rocking, um, to <clears throat> celebrate, like I said, not just the Dear Hip Hop 20 Years Later album, but to celebrate Canadian hip-hop as a whole, and, and decades of dopeness. And that's why I had, it was so important to me to have them be part of not just the album, but the party and the show as well, because like I said, there, there is no me without them. As you can tell, and we've spoken about it in this interview, I'm definitely a man about paying tribute, showing respect to all those who influenced me. You know, without no Michael Jackson, or Big Daddy Kane, and you know all of my favorite artists like I could not it would not be inspired to do what I'm doing and so you know I still trip when people tell me that I'm their inspiration you know what I'm saying because I still just I still feel like that kid you know who went on tv and just wanted to show everyone he could rap so on that night um we will be paying tribute to the past 20 plus years of Canadian hip-hop so
4: anybody who's even remotely
3: close to the Toronto area has got to get to revival on November
0: 2nd and uh, and be part of that
4: we will be there 100%
0: what's uh, cool. what's the best way for our listeners to buy tickets if they haven't got them already you can buy tickets on
3: ticket theme.ca and um, there is a specific link that will get you to um, that specific page so what I would recommend is for people to go online go online and maybe check me out um, Let's see, probably Facebook. If you go to Facebook um, and find Danny o, it's facebook.com slash Danny 1010 That's my Instagram as well. D A N E O 1010. Danny O1010. That's my Facebook and it's my Instagram. And I'm Danny 10 No 210s, no just Danny O10 on Twitter. The links are on all of my social media. So if you go to ticket for whatever reason, you can't type in Dear Hip Hop 20 Years Later or 20YL you can find the direct link on my social media. And um, if you want to go directly to my website, all my social media is there. And it's just danio.com, D-A-N-E-O.com. So shouldn't be too hard to find if you find me. And uh, 10 bucks is all it takes for you to get in. And there are $15 tickets that will get you the CD as well. So to that's me, that's worth it because the CD itself is generally 10 bucks. So, ah, there yeah. There
0: you go. Yes, sir. Excellent.
4: I wouldn't mind just maybe taking one one little second and uh mentioning at least one of the the people that had a little bit of hand in in at least making this interview happen and and letting us know about this upcoming show and that would be uh a mutual friend of ours Paul Joyce
3: oh yeah man paul Paul's a prince bro um yeah we went to high school together so so Paul definitely knows um Know, all these stories because he was there you know the monolith, you know like I said Lyrical Coalition we, we went to Francis Lieberman which was a, which is a Catholic high school in Scarborough so that's where Paul went to so you know he saw us firsthand on that stage in school you know what I'm saying and uh, Paul's got back in touch recently and like he's been super supportive man and shouts to Paul because you that know it, yeah, I,
4: shout I, out to Paul I,
3: yeah mad respect because you know like I said I can't do this without the support and Paul's a top supporter man uh, I'm sure he has the whole Daniel collection and he keeps continuing to to push and support and I know he'll be in the, in, in the house on November 2nd man so you know big be, shouts yeah. to him for sure
0: yeah go and, Paul and I guess while we're, we're talking about mutual friends uh, we've got a mutual contact as well um, you worked with him a few years ago sick of dime
3: oh yeah man yeah yeah that's my dude and as a matter of fact I think I was just talking to him today and uh, I know he's out in Vancouver now. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So that's a funny thing. I didn't even know, bro. Like, I, I, it's funny you bring him up. I invited him to the party, and he's like, "Dude, you know I'm in Vancouver, right?" I'm like, "Oh man, no. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. I thought you were like out in like in or Niagara Falls areas." Like, yeah. Dude, it's, been four, it's been four years. So yeah, no, he's he's making things pop out there. And, nice. Um, man, with fingers crossed, I'm gonna take because what I'm attempting to do is turn this album release party into a somewhat tour so i can do a few release parties um throughout so right now i'm working on an ottawa show i have my fingers crossed for places like uh montreal london and kitchener but nothing's official uh so i don't want to state anything yet but like and vancouver so like there's other places that i plan on hitting and um you know god willing i will be in those those spots because you know it's been a minute man and like when dear hip-hop came out you know thanks to Beat Factory, Big Shouts. Without them, I wouldn't have been able to tour the country and, and be in all those spots to uh, get my career going. So it's definitely time I'm, I'm back and this is a project I think to do it
0: with. Really yeah, cool. people need to hear 20 years later. That that track specifically spoke to me. I, I love that one. Oh, respect, man. Well,
3: yeah, those guys earned it. I mean, I know those dudes and they're, they're, they're hella dope. But um, for anyone who doesn't know, I did a crowdfunding campaign a little over a year ago for this album and as part of the crowdfunding campaign we didn't just have people um, you know throw support donations my way but I held a contest and uh, the contest was to remix Dear Hip Hop for producers and for MCs to write verses for Dear Hip Hop oh,
1: wow. and, um,
3: and, and, and this is legitimate we had a lot of submissions a lot of verses and a lot of beats and legitimately um, Prologic's beat just was the nicest and ended up winning ProLogic out of Kitchener. And then Mm -hmm. Fraction and Cable's Versus, and those, you know, again, they're crude, they're from Kitchener. I was like, these guys really killed it. And, you know, they kind of just, when it just came to be that those cats, you know, their submissions were just favored and chosen, I thought, you know, instead of doing a Dear Hip Hop remix, because the original idea was to put original lyrics to Dear Hip Hop on a new beat, right? and then brand and then brand new lyrics on the old beat. Mm. And I just said, scrap that, let's put all new lyrics, all new beat, and I combined both contests into one, so obviously it's brand new lyrics, brand new beat, and it's a brand new song. And I think it was very appropriate, considering that all these years later, we're revisiting the project, I'm sorry, the song, to almost updated and yeah those
0: guys deserved it you know what i'm saying so shout out to them for sure cool cool yeah uh the album's a start to finish uh listen for sure november 2nd at revival is the release party shout out to joe at revival um you can catch us next week on hip-hop tactics at 10 p.m on thursday we won't be here it'll be pre-recorded because we'll be at revival that's right oh yeah stick around for alex he's up next with some edm
2: and we'll see you next week here on Hip-Hop Tactics.
4: Ciao for now.
1: Do you still want to be in my world? Cause to me you're already my girl. Do you still want to be in my life? Cause to me you're already mine. Uh, waking up this morning was just Crazily hazy but not with that annoying buzz You get from a night of drinking with all your boys Because I turned over, opened my eyes and there he was Uh, what did we do last night? Rekilling a memory I thought was in a past life Started with how you doing, I'm fine, that's nice Next thing we go at it, so passionate I crashed twice Uh, put a pillow by the bed head To cushion the banging, now shh, baby, get set Continually pushing, you cushion on my bedspread Twisting every position, you make this dread sweat uh, yeah, I know we're supposed to be friends And technically speaking, we'd be both creeping But to me, that was more than a magical evening So how come I ain't heard from you since that weekend? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it, Do you still wanna be in my world? Cause to me, you're already my girl Do you still wanna be in my life? To me you were already mine yeah. Uh, thank God we on the same page Your call today helped me to avoid an insane rage Not to say I'd behave like I need a chain cage But I was nervous like my first time on the main stage Uh, yeah, now where do we go from here? I don't care as long as I get to hold you near How was I living without you for all them years? Another lifetime, I guess, now that's all them fears Uh, baby, cause I ain't going no place Revealing my love like, uh, it's a showcase You'll never be alone again, I'll be your home base I got you covered like an avalanche of snowflake uh, I've reformed, I'm rejuvenated No longer that punk, cold-hearted dude you hated Sex is wild, but it's love that we truly making Now what we gonna do about that brother you have been dating? Yeah, hm, kinda forgot about that Do you still wanna be in my world? Cause to me you're already my girl Do you still wanna be in my life? Cause to me you were already mine yeah. Uh, what you mean that we overwit? I never expected to get Nicole shoulder shoulder shit. How about that promise of mailing wedding notices? And buying a house with rooms that can hold our kids. Uh, baby, please reconsider. What's it gonna take to make you leave that nigga? The way things were going, I thought I'd see that split up. Now I feel worse than when a critic's feedback's bitter. Uh, you agreed we was meant to be. Was crossing and past again was, it was destiny. This was the happiest you've been all century. So who's your soulmate if you ain't convinced it's me? Uh, I was selfish, I acknowledge that But our behavior was nothing to be astonished at Letting you go is the hardest thing to accomplish Fact, But will I be here if you ever want me back? Uh, I guess only time will tell Do you still want to be in my world? I've meaning to tell you, I can't stand it. To a start. Baby, you got the purest heart And who'd have thought you'd provide to this dude who's caught With his mind and a hob, home to a swarm of wild hornets I'm saved, now all I crave's your face with a smile on it The clarity you share with me's a rarity Considering your father probably proved no man comes with sincerity His fault he didn't raise you, fuck him, he'd be amazed to See how much of an angel he wasted the chance to place up on his knee To offer protection in the face of danger Who'd hate to see you lose more liquid than a melted glacier? Baby, don't let him make you cry no more, girl He's an idiot, it's his loss You know what I'm saying? Trust me, girl Don't even sweat that Baby uh. Baby, it's normal, anyone in your position would be hurt too The truth he's a cowardly bitch, you don't deserve you Your passion for life makes you a bastion of Christ I'm actually quite sure you forgive if you ask for it nice But now your task is precise, you gotta be proud of yourself And know that you've earned it the day that you showered with wealth Your talent's undeniable, I'm here to make your fear stop In hopes I never see another tear drop Because... Girl, I hate it when you cry, you know, I just, I love to see you smile, I love to hear you laugh, making you happy is, is everything I'm gonna try and do, you know what I'm saying, I, don't cry, girl, I hate it when you cry, baby. No. Baby, yeah, we joked enough, but truthfully, a nigga gets choked up Whenever things are so tough, your facial tissue soaked up What we'll gets you to the point where you so often can't take it? I find it hard to expose, my emotions is naked So I mask my pain with vexation, cloak my frustration But in my life's waiting room, you're the only patient Ain't got a prescription for perfection, my check and pass, Shows I get some mask, get in a relationship, then wreck it fast But I bet we'll last, cause this mission I'm caught up in Operation Prevention of Eye Watering. You know what I'm saying, girl? Trust me, you got such a beautiful future ahead of you, a bright-ass future. No one can stop you. Be proud, Um, baby. Baby, you a star, and there ain't nobody you can stop and shine. You so hot and fine, a perfect example of God's design. So I'ma plop my time with intense dedication to better station your world where it can get elation. You selfless, always asking what you can help with. I felt this shit be thrown your way like pennies during a well-wish. Although you deserve more than a song, keep strong. I only want to see tears of joy from now on. Love you, babe. Let me hear you sing. I wanna fuck all night, uh, yeah. I wanna fuck uh, all night, whoo, yeah. Come on. I wanna fuck all night, yeah. I wanna fuck all uh, night, yeah. Now clean it yeah. up and sing. I wanna crush all night, yeah. I wanna crush Crush-ing. all night, yeah. Crush it, crush it. Uh, to all my chubbies, here's some info. Keep us banging like a Dilla instrumental. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, shit. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, now start it off with. Some scully for me Head is how I begin and end every sexual story You so slutty and hoary a nut as you suck it slowly Cause I ain't tryna take no DNA test I'm Maury I love when you explore me Now keep my balls wet I hate when bitches jerk the shaft But ignore the head Use the corkscrew motion Then I'll pork you Knowing not you could get it so long From the short dude Oh, I'm into porn too Shit, I have to admit it Sometimes I'll be surfing the net Typing in the specifics Havana Ginger Alicia Tyler Tyra Moore Lucy I love my black Indian, Latina, Asian, Caucasians My dick don't know the meaning of discrimination All about integration, shit of it, I'm a creation My dick, your tongue and lips, a recipe for sensation No need to have you waiting, to hell with masturbation Your ass erect, the back of my neck, your class elation I'ma smash up a nation of pussy before I'm gone Do all of y'all, let me want, forget it all Sing. I wanna fuck all night, yeah fuck all night, yeah I wanna fuck yeah. all night, yeah Now clean it up and yeah. sing I wanna I sing. crush all night, yeah I Let me hear you say you can't believe Daniel's on this. Tits sicker than jaundice. Shit, I flip you like Saunders from your back. Spit in your crack and stick it in Lawless. Sexy chicks with enormous tits get me the horniest. Quick to water my corniest. Wish to hit it anonymous. I'm warning us: the longer the hair, thinner the waist, rounder the hips, plumber the lips. The quicker you get it in haste. I'm straight, so what the fuck you expect? Slut in a sack, a nigga gon' be cupping your breast, rubbing, caressing your clit. Now that I'm up in your dress, fuck the nut on your chest to make you suck up. The rest. Not that I'm chucking respect out the window I'm on some 48 hour shit, my dick get hard when the wind blow Can't fault me for the fact I love the opposite gender And most of your mouths is where I want my cock to just end up because I wanna fuck all night, yeah I wanna fuck all night, I know you do yeah. so come on I wanna fuck all night, yeah I wanna fuck yeah. all night, Now clean it up yeah. and say I wanna crush all night, yeah one more time, baby, I wanna crush all
2: night. Yeah. I wanna crush all night. I wanna crush all night. I wanna crush all
1: night. I wanna crush all night. Yeah. Yeah. Dilla Pickles, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Yo. And Marvel, man. You know they say Nick Speed did this one, but you know this got Dilla written all over it, right? On some SV player shit. Uh, Shout out to El Zai. See yo, we gonna rock on this and talk about them cats that everybody's talking about. You know what I'm saying? We talking about the haters. 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 Yeah, that's us. We We talking about the haters. Later I'm proud to be a fucking hater I'm here to sign that boycotting paper of your radio station Playing them ear-rotting fakers So yeah, I plot the caper That music director, taker maker Listen to hours of Darth Vader gasping for vapor And still that won't avenge The stench of all the crap she's done If I hit heartless one more time I'ma stab someone And I'm a Kanye fan But honestly, damn I am playing it 30 times a day The most common plan Fuck your top six and six Y'all just cops, bricks, and dicks Stop trying to convince me That y'all got hits in your mix The classics are missing So I'm crass when I'm dissing I'm past making in my mission, kissing the ass of the system. Playlist is lacking some rhythm. Here comes the sheet. See unreal music mattress. They get tons of sleep. They got their ear plugged in when the great ones speak. So marvel, I hear you, dog. The tape still runs deep. Say we some, say we some. Haters, haters, haters. Yeah, that's us. We talking about the haters, haters. Yeah, that's, us. that's us. Who even paid for this shit? Another Canadian vid with the yeah. grainy pic. Girls ancient in Skid Row, skinny ribs poke like your ass is porous. These rappers' careers is a disaster course. Not what I support, y'all. I'm Fort Knox for my dollar, and yeah, you done your little show. Where's the headline? That's why I paid my 25 bucks. Beat the traffic, line up, not to hear some Canucks fool cry his guts. I don't care where he's from. He got that hard presentation oh, yeah, card, are, sure. but we ain't got hoods. Why face so hard? And the scene with the snow on your tabletop. Sure, but that's why I stay at my job. And I got two belly tellers, business casual. But miss me with these so-so matters, though. I'm busy moving up the corporal ladder to see my stats add a fold Besides, they like the niggas seeing platinum, though. A we some Haters. 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 Yeah, that's us. We talking about them. talking about Haters. Haters. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: that's
1: us. Yo, I hate this new generation who doesn't have a clue. I hate when I say Dilla and motherfuckers say who? I hate it when they say you're underrated. But would you rather that I overrated? I stay understated. I hate when my music is met with a sinister sneer. Meanwhile, they say Lil Wayne's the lyricist of the year. I hate that we can party, but can't get this ricotti. But no matter the proper, we all struck the lottery. I hate that Master T ain't on much music no more. I hate that a computer is where your music is stored. I hate that the same lessons gotta be learned. That before you love, another trust gotta be earned I hate that I've hated so much shit for so long And really hate that fucking pocket full of sunshine song I hate that you're listening probably cause it's free And if you got feedback, send your comments to me We some Haters 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 Yeah, that's us We talking about the Haters Haters yeah,
2: that's us. That's